twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll discuss how to choose the right radios for your needs when building an emergency preparedness kit for winter. We'll explain why a radio is an important item to have in any kit, consider the different types of emergency radios available, and compare the key features and functions between some name brand emergency and weather radios. We'll also review the Midland WR400 Deluxe NOAA Weather Radio with Alarm Clock and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialists. When we talk about emergency weather preparedness, we often refer to spring storms, National Hurricane Preparedness Week, and the annual hurricane season. However, severe weather events aren't limited to the warmer seasons. Severe weather can happen anytime, including and especially during the winter. That's right, especially during the winter. I mean, it, it seems like there's always some kind of big storm going on and... Uh you know, you, you see it on the news. It's made, It's national news. It's a uh, you know snowstorm sweeping the nation, and uh, we we really don't cover winter weather enough. But yet, you know what? We've already had a major winter storm that that hit the Northeast just recently, and um, last year there were several areas where people were just completely immobilized in in these winter weather storms. Uh, That's right. It's really you know, not something to, t- to take lightly at all. And having an, a, an emergency kit or, and following an emergency checklist is, is something that's very important to do. And that's why we're going to cover it today. We're going to give you some tips on what to do to make sure you're prepared for a winter storm. Well, we really only think about the big, the, the couple big ones, hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and the Carolinas here, and it's geographical. You know, obviously, we're not I – don't, I don't have a winter preparedness kit because – the last time we had 18 inches of snow, it was, you know, 2001, 2002. It shut us down for a week and a half, and um, but it's we've had dustings ever since then. Um, if you live in the Carolinas and don't have a hurricane kit. Yeah, that's a different story. You, you really, if you, yeah. if you live in Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, and you don't have a tornado preparedness kit or a weather radio, you really need to. So it's, it's yeah, absolutely. kind of geographical, but we always just think about the the – you know, tornadoes and hurricanes are the two. Whenever I think of emergency preparedness, winter weather never comes to mind for me. But again, it's geographical. Some some areas they really do have to worry about that, and and it's really a twofer. I mean, it it isn't just uh, you know a severe uh, snowstorm or an ice storm or something. And ice storms can be really uh, debilitating, but it's after the fact. It's like you get the storm come in, and you're you're snowed in for a few days. Uh, power goes out. 
um, you know, you have no power, no heat, no, nothing like that, and and you're you're kind of at the mercy of the storm. Then, then after the storm's over, then comes the flooding because everything melts, and then you have all these major flooding problems, uh, and and that's that's almost a separate disaster after the storm. Uh, so you have all those things to to deal with, which is really why it's it's important to have some sort of emergency kit ready because you just don't know how long you're really going to have to deal with that. Yeah, I think the important thing is to, you don't want to be sitting in an emergency wishing that you had done this. I mean, it, yeah. it's so easy to do, and it's really not that expensive to take care of some of these items, and it it can really save your life or make your life so much easier when one of these situations does arise. You know, one of the things that I always see that happens, uh, and I know Anthony can, can corroborate this, um, is we get a big storm come through. It takes everybody by surprise. And then about a week or so later, we're getting orders for radio. Every time. For yeah. weather radios. Every time. You know? the, the big hurricanes we had in Houston and you know in Texas and then Florida, every time. And and yeah. and it's just like boom, we see, you know, individuals buying them, but then we see schools and they buy banks, a whole bunch of them. and they buy oh, yeah. numerous. You know, they put them in every room, and and you know, it's but it's an afterthought. It's, it's, it's right. after the fact. They've already been hit. Right. Now, of course, it's good that they do get them because you know, well, you, you never know when the next one's going to hit. Yeah, but it just means you dodged a bullet. Yeah, you know? but. <laughs> But the thing is, the fact that you've already had the storm come through and then get a weather radio, it really doesn't help you out much for that preceding storm. You really need to be prepared ahead of time. Um, but, you know, the Department of Homeland Security has a whole website on this. And we're going to take a look at this. Um, and yeah, we really don't have to do the thinking here. The Department right. of Homeland Security, the government has already put in the time and built the checklist and came up with recommendations of, of what's needed. I mean, we're just getting the word out here more than anything, right? Right. And the the website is called ready.gov, R-E-A-D-Y dot G-O-V. And that's very, very simple. Keep it simple. Make it easy for you to get to the website. It's actually a really well thought out and um, really well designed website. A lot of different... Um, disaster scenarios, emergency scenarios that they have set up for, a lot of great information on there on how to – I was reading one the other night on, on what to do in case of a nuclear attack and what to expect during or and after a nuclear attack, which is pretty extreme. It was a little scary, but, uh, I mean, they have they have everything in there. Um, uh, I think that somewhere they might have something on the zombie apocalypse, right? Is this they have the a zombie website? Apocalypse? I yeah, I, a new I, story I, on that a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> zombie apocalypse. You just never know. You just never know. Yeah, if they cover um, a zombie apocalypse, I'm impressed. That's that's uh, some planning right there. And you know, we get some calls about that kind of stuff, and you, you think, okay, you, you want to laugh, but it's if it does happen, mm-hmm. I, I want those guys on my side. <laughs> I, I, I want to be. I want to be on their side. You know, it's it's kind of you know you think it's. Uh, you know the the chicken littles I think is what they call them. You know, the sky's falling. It's going to be a zombie apocalypse. And like I said, we get calls about that. You want to laugh and go, "Wow, that's just." But you know, if, you know if what? it happens, I think if a man can think it up and make a hit TV show out of it, <laughs> the it Walking could Dead had to come in here somewhere. It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> Anthony is the number one fan of the Walking Dead here, and they're using CP two hundreds. R.I.P. Carl. That's right. Um, you Spoiler. know what, though? But, but there's a reason they do that. It's because that, you know, a zombie apocalypse 
something like that, it kind of encompasses just about every kind of disaster scenario. Right. So it, it kind of has everything covered there, just about. So if you can survive a zombie apocalypse, theoretically, you can survive just about anything. I, I think I they've suppose. watched the shows and they go, you know what? I don't want to be that guy that's out there having to kill people and <laughs> and go through drugstores and try to you know killing snakes and squirrels to eat. I think they're the ones that are you know they're going. <laughs> I want to be prepared. I don't. I don't have it in me to kill a squirrel, and and I want to be prepared and have spam on my shelf for even, the last even, me five years. Even a zombie squirrel, right? Yeah. Right. Well, um, if you go to ready.gov, this site provides a lot of valuable information about many types of disasters, and it helps you develop an emergency plan for the survival of you and your family. Now, yeah, it takes some effort, but it can save you a lot of trouble later and possibly even save a life so it's it's good to go check it out um and just to make things easier for you we i printed out the the basic checklist from their site now this is the recommended items to include in a basic emergency supply kit uh the first item on the list without question water one gallon of water per person per day for at least three days for drinking and sanitation. I mean, that's a no-brainer. You have to have water to survive. Is that water or water? Did I say water? 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 Water. Uh, water. Uh, one gallon of water uh, per person per day for at least three days. So um, that's something you need to have in, in the emergency kit. The second item is food, of course, at least a three-day supply of non-perishable food. The third item on the list is a battery-powered or hand-crank radio, and it doesn't say or, it says and, a NOAA weather radio with tone alert and extra batteries for both. And we've been talking about this for quite a while um, in, in a number of episodes in the past, but uh, it's interesting that this is the number three item on the list, and with good reason. It's because next to the basic survival items of water and food, you really need to have some means of communicating with the outside world, especially after a disaster's hit, and also to keep you warned about impending disasters so you can have a little bit of time to get ready. And right, you need to be critical. able to, to monitor. If, if you're without power, you need a way to figure out what's going on. You need yeah. to be able to listen to the radio, uh, at the very least listen to the radio, forget communicating out. I mean, just a single like AM, FM radio is critical, although if something like GMRS would be great. But you, you really need to be able to hear the news and find out what's going on. Now, they, they mentioned... A battery-powered or hand-crank radio and a NOAA weather radio. Mm-hmm. And this is under the assumption that you're going to need a, a radio for communications, a hand-crank radio of some sort to be able to to not only receive information from, say, any radio stations out there broadcasting emergency information, but also possibly to communicate and let people know, maybe first responders or whatever, know, you know, hey, I'm over here. Come, come get me, or I'm, I'm in trouble, I've fallen and I can't get up, that sort of thing. Um, and a NOAA weather radio. Now, fortunately, a lot of radios today, particularly the consumer radios and even some business radios, have both of those rolled in. So you might be able to get away with, with just having one radio that does both. Um, and, uh, and, and, and that's even better. But it's interesting that they would they would have that and in there not an or um i think that tells you just how important 
the communication factor is, how much importance they place on that. Now, I'm going to list the other items on this list because there are a few other items here that, that, that are going to factor into this as well. Um, the fourth item on the list is a flashlight and, and extra batteries. Uh, then, of course, you need a first aid kit. you got to have a first aid kit. Uh, I mean, you just don't know. If somebody's hurt, you, you get hit, and, and somebody's hurt real bad, and they can't get to you or no one can reach you for, for a while, you need a first aid kit to, to at least administer some temporary uh, aid or, or assistance before uh, first responders can get to you or rescuers can get to you. Um, a whistle to signal for help. Um, and, you know, if you're out in the woods or something, and, and people have to find you in the dark or whatever, you have a loud whistle that helps, particularly when they send out dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, the dogs can hear the whistle, rescue dogs, which they do often. You know, if someone, uh, if they're searching for a missing person, missing child or something, you know, they've got the dogs out there looking. And uh, if you've got a whistle there, the dog can hear, you're more apt to get rescued. A dust mask to help filter contaminated air and plastic sheeting and duct tape to shelter in place. So in other words, you want to block yourself off from any contaminants that might be blowing around after a, a disaster. Uh, you know, people can choke like on a, dust. an earthquake or something like that. Could, uh, could technically be, be a tornado too, or yeah. a hurricane that's blowing a lot of debris around. And, and you don't want to inhale, particularly if it's something that is uh, potentially hazardous to breathe in, you know, ash, things like that. Um, you, you just you, you don't want to be inhaling that stuff because there are all kinds of contaminants out there, uh, hazardous materials that get blown around and get damaged, and then little particles that you, you know, any anybody with an old asbestos roof still and the stuff's blowing around, you, you gotta you gotta protect yourself from that. Uh, moist towelettes, garbage bags, and plastic ties for personal sanitation. Uh, a wrench or pliers to turn off utilities, that's very important. Some people aren't thinking, you know, well, you know what, if I have to, if I get hit with something, I've got to be able to go out and turn off the gas manually. Or, uh, the, you know, if I have to, you know, if I've got a, a, a water break or something and it's flooding the house, I've got to be able to turn that off myself. Uh, I'm not going to have time to sit around and wait for somebody to come out and do it for me. Um, so that's important. Mm-hmm. A can opener for food, uh, if the if kit contains canned food, it's probably a good idea to have a can opener anyway. Uh, and local maps, and uh, and that's if you you know you find yourself somewhere where you, you've got to be able to to get out of there, find your way out of there. Especially, say for instance in a tornado or something, and it's wiped a whole neighborhood off the map. Essentially, um, a lot of times there there is no point of reference, no landmark anymore to really tell where you are to navigate around. So if you have to get out of there, oftentimes a local map can help you out with that. You can't necessarily say, I'm going to rely on GPS to do it, because if you have a disaster that kind of takes out your uh, your GPS signal for one reason or another, uh, yeah, you, you need you need maps. And maybe sometimes just navigating the roads wouldn't be an option. Maybe you'd have to go off-road and, and being able to see where you are and... and in a sense directionally of which way you need to go is, is good. 
Yeah, that's that's true. Now, having said that, there is uh, an advanced list, other items uh, on a second list they have, and I'm not going to go through those, but you can go to ready.gov, and and, and I would highly recommend uh, that you download those lists and print them out. They have them available in a PDF format. It's, it's great to have. Now, now, concentrating on the radio, um, mm-hmm. back, back to uh, item number three there, where they say hand crank radio or battery-powered radio, what frequencies do i mean that's kind of generic if you were planning for an emergency what type of radio would you get would, would a gmrs radio be the right thing a frs radio a, a ham radio well it's a good question however yeah, that, yeah. a lot of emergency responders are listening on a lot of those frequencies mm-hmm. uh, in fact there are um, emergency response teams and, and a lot of hams aries teams people that that monitor the GMRS frequencies, the FRS frequencies, the ham frequencies, uh, a lot of those different frequencies in an emergency, and then they'll relay traffic over to um, to the other uh, emergency responders that have to get out there. So a lot of times there are, there are um, volunteers monitoring uh, But do they say, like, if you have a 22-channel Midland radio or Motorola talk about do they say – is there anything set in stone that says, hey, if there's an emergency, you know, CBs have an emergency yeah, button. Yeah. Is there a set channel? You know, they're all set up, configured the same way. Do they say go in and an emergency And they channel. don't. I don't I've never seen that. I believe there is one that's sort of For, designated as an emergency channel right offhand. I can't recall uh, what it is, but it's not I'd like to know. It, yeah, because I've never seen any of that. You would think it would make sense use because that much. I've heard in a lot of places GMRS channels aren't monitored, but maybe during an emergency. I know a lot of uh, ham guys or a lot of first responders are ham, so perhaps they they do crank on the scanner and, and listen for just any radio traffic at all. I guess uh, ham frequencies would be the best thing to be on, but that's going to be a lot more involved than just buying a radio and putting it in a box. So I, I guess maybe FRS would be the, the best best choice maybe something like a midland xt511 with with a higher power uh, which is a, you know. a crank radio uh with gmrs built in well but maybe that's something too that a handheld scanner might be good to have a battery operated handheld scanner that does just that it's just you a hit a button idea. and it scans and if you're you know, it's going to take i would know how to do it you and you two would know how to do it but if you know the the average person probably wouldn't it would just take some practice but start scanning frequencies you know start scanning and when you see one pop up that's close enough obviously well, that frequency yeah get your gmr if it's gmrs or if you got a little bail thing or whatever might not hurt having but you, just, you, know, you never know that's uh, true that's or you true. could hear other reports that are going out there as well i think one of the main reasons though is, is to actually receive from you know any of the local amf and broadcast uh uh, stations that are are sending out well people stay in your houses or this is how long this is going to be going on yeah, or this receive is, radio am yeah, radio is the best thing for sure yeah, i believe yeah. but i don't know if, if someone was had a basic level of radio knowledge i think i'd probably suggest buying something like a uv5r and putting it in, right. the, in the box and then you can key in a frequency right on the keypad and you can scan um, but if, if you're just giving someone an emergency kit for Christmas or, you know, you just want something that you never have to worry about, that's not a good option. I tell you, you know, there's, I think no matter what you have, somebody's going to be listening. I really do. I mean, mm-hmm. I think 
you know, with all the hurricanes and whatnot that we had here recently, you know, the ham community especially, I mean, kudos to those guys and gals that yeah, step they in. Yeah, um, a matter of fact, I was talking to our ICOM rep yesterday, and we had somebody order a radio that's, you know, big HF radio, and I, I looked online, and it's out of stock. And the first mm-hmm. thing I asked Keith at ICOM, I said, is this from uh, – so that's, that's, that seems like we don't sell a lot of them. I think it's the first one we might have sold. He said, I said, was this because of the what, Puerto Rico? He said, yeah, absolutely. People have been eating those things up. Yep. They're on yep. galactic back order from Japan can't keep up. <laughs> um, so that's just – and these, these ham clubs and these groups are coming in and buying these so they can monitor and get communication out. Some, somebody's always going to be listening yeah. across the board. Is that the 8101? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I thought so because that's, that's, that's a little pricey radio, but it, it hits every frequency. It covers pretty much – it covers a lot of the, right. uh, the HF frequencies out there. Um, well, having said that, when it comes to choosing uh, the radio, and it's really a lot of it's going to depend on what you're building that emergency kit for. If you're building it for just a general emergency kit or just for a specific type of situation. Now, what I'm what I mean by that is that some emergency kits. You might, if you're on the road all the time, you might need a, a specific type of emergency kit for when you're on the road, when you're traveling, or if you're a trucker, you know, you're on the road and you need something for that. So in a case like that, maybe a CB radio and an emergency kit with all of those those related items are a good thing to have in your in your rig. If you're, say, just uh, in your office or in a business. A weather radio that uh, has uh, maybe some same technology in it, uh, same being the specific area message encoding that or you can get targeted alerts to your area. Same thing on the home. Uh, those are good to have. But in a business, sometimes maybe if a business radio has no weather alerts uh, or no weather channels on them, and, and some Motorola's do. Some of the Motorola on-site business radios have those. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's a good thing to, to carry around with you. Um, if you're on a boat, obviously, choice would be a marine radio with, with all of the NOAA. And I think most of them do, if, if not all of them have some sort of NOAA, some weather radio support on that. Uh, and then rig up your, you know, put together your emergency kit for, for being on the water. You know, the specific, I mean, that list of items is going to change, obviously, somewhat for, for an emergency that you're on the water. Uh, and if you're in the air, the same thing, you know, an airband radio that, that supports no. In fact, I think most airband radios do uh, support weather channels. What uh, keeps coming up in my well. mind, what I keep thinking about is, is the power situation. I mean, mm-hmm. all these radios that we're talking about are either battery powered or require like ac power so if you're without power for three days and you're listening to a lot of radio that's going to be an issue i mean you yeah you may yeah. want to add like a some kind of battery backup and a solar a panel of, to to a kit just well so that's why they mentioned the the hand crank radio you know extra batteries yeah. and a hand crank radio which is where some of these uh, midland radios come in handy these and, emergency radios you know, that's hand an crank. option for like that xt511 but I mean, if you've got a marine radio or something like that, even a UV-5R, it's going to be difficult to, to crank that 
like an XT five eleven, and then use yeah. the USB port to charge your UV five R. It's just it's, it's going to take a lot. Maybe more. we need to put together a, a, a list of what we our suggestions because I mean the average yeah, person is not going to know. They're, you know they're idea. not going to know. You know if we can find something that's look this radio takes alkalines it takes rechargeables. Um, this one requires a battery pack for the alkalines. You know in order for it to work. Um, there's so many different choices out there. Um, I just think you need a, a charging option, right? And, and like a s- decent sized solar panel. Uh, I don't know, maybe a you know one foot square or one by two or something that that will charge a battery that you can then plug into to charge your device. Seems like that would be critical. I mean, and I think they're not that expensive anymore. I think people need to to when they're planning something like this. I mean, it's. I wouldn't go and just buy just any two-way radio. No, because you know, it's going to be you got to you got to plan it, and you know plan it like you would plan if you if you're going to do this, where you're going to make a kit, plan it like you would plan a vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, when we plan a vacation, we jump, you know, we jump in and we we're really involved with it and stuff. This should be no different. You know, I think some people right. just go in and go, oh, I'll just get a set of uh, LXT 118s, and I'm I got my kit. No, get yeah. but also familiarize yourself with them. You know, do those drills, and, and if this happens, this is the channel we go to. If we get split up, this is where we learn how to use the radio, learn how to, you know, what to listen for and things like that. Yeah, uh, because the time to open up the, the radios and turn them on for the first time isn't when the disaster is happening. <laughs> yeah, because those, it's, those, it's, some of those bubble pack that. radios are a pain in the rear to open. you got to have, you know, you end up cutting yourself on that plastic and stuff. You don't then you're going to need that first thing. <laughs> <kit. laughs> yeah. That's going to be the disaster right there. Um, but, you know, we understand there are many choices and options available for for these radios. So we, we understand that, and and this is why we recently updated our emergency weather radio comparison guide just for 2017 uh, to keep it up to date with the latest models and everything that are out. And we have it available in a PDF form. Just updated it in a PDF form. This is a handy one-page guide that takes all of the emergency and weather radios that we currently list and carry on our website, and we compare their key features on a simple chart for a quick and easy reference at a glance. And this is a free download. You can download it and print it out for your personal review and reference, and and I encourage everyone to do so because this will give you um, something to work with um, when you're shopping around for a radio for your emergency kit. Now, one of the things that I, I said earlier was that, you know, I, I listed all the things in the kit that they recommend having an emergency kit. There are several other items on that kit that can also be fulfilled by some of these radios. Um, you know, a flashlight. Some of these radios have built-in flashlights. The dog whistle. There, there's a model of, um, there's a Midland emergency radio that includes a dog whistle in there dog whistle there you go and, and you know we i think we actually reviewed that sometime back on a previous episode of the show and we were saying well why do you need a dog whistle for that well there's a reason and it's on the list hmm. so um there are some other items in there that you know what if i get one radio that does all of this i've pretty much already cleared some of the items on the list plus the fewer items you have to carry around in a go bag or something for an emergency kit, the lighter the load is and easier it is to carry it and store it. So if you if you have one that pretty much does it all and covers those items, I, th- I think you're that much farther ahead, uh, in my opinion. 
Um, there's another one. The, the you know the Midland EX 37 VP. That's a whole emergency kit with the with the uh, uh, set of the FRS radios uh, in a nice travel case. But it also has a separate whistle, an emergency whistle, and it has a flashlight. So um, it's, 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 it's got that pair kit ready of made. FRS radios yeah. with the emergency items. Yeah, and it has packaging. a kit just about ready made for you, really. You mm-hmm. just have to add the other items that are on the list, and, and, and you've got something there. But, um, you know, we have a number of models here, that, and, and without going through each one individually, if you go download this PDF file, you can compare all the features, and that way you can choose the the emergency weather radio that's best for you. And of course, you can always call us if you have any questions. Uh, you know, at buy2wayradios.com. You can enter our live chat or call us at 800-584-1445. Um, Anthony can give you some good recommendations as to which radios might be right for your particular situation. Um, but I think. If you approach it from what Anthony was saying, if you approach it from that angle, not just buy a radio and figure, well, I've got an emergency radio, because a lot of people do. They'll get up uh, on the web and they'll, they'll say, oh, I need an emergency weather radio. Here's one. I'll buy it and, and, and then I'll save it for when I need it. No, what Anthony's saying is correct. You choose the one that, that fits your particular needs and, and go from there. Um, but I, I guess that pretty much covers that. Is there any anything else we need to add to to that? I think we any that, other thoughts on it? I think we beat that one on the ground. I think we did. I think we did. One uh, one thing I guess I would like to point out is Midland. I mentioned the XT five eleven earlier, and this is an emergency crank radio that has GMRS uh, or maybe FRS now, since they've made the changes built in, and. Um, this radio was discontinued a couple of years ago, and uh, due to popular demand, Midland is bringing that radio back. And um, I don't believe we have them back in stock. I don't think so, but it's smart. Quite I, 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 but uh, I think very, very soon that radio is going to be back on the shelf. So that's uh, that's one we'll have to add to the chart whenever it gets here. But uh, it it checks a lot of those boxes too because it, it has does. The, the crank radio and the FRS GMRS built in, and it can also charge um, devices. Yeah, charge yeah, devices. Right. It, it has a lot of like what you see in the ER three ten, like the emergency crank radio and the two ten too. Yeah, and it combines the FRS uh, in there as well with the speaker mic, sort of like a base station. With I the have FRS, one with the AM FM radio as well, I believe. Um, so it's sort it's really like an all in one. I wish it had same technology. Um, but it does Maybe support all the weather channels. Well, they'll do when that incorporates it in the future. But that was one of the first GMRS radios I bought. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've had it for a number of years, and we use it a lot. Yeah, We've used it on a number of occasions, and we take it with us on trips. It's come in, it's come in handy for us on a number of occasions. Um, and I can tell you at times we've had power outages and stuff where, you know, We've lost everything for a day or so, and we grab their radio, and, and we've, we used it quite a bit. Yeah, it's coming very handy. Yeah, I was excited when Midland said uh, that was coming back, and I hope I'm not uh, getting ahead of myself by saying that it's, it's, it's coming back. I'm pretty sure they, they uh, said that's public information. That I was going to ask, and we mentioned that <laughs> yet? I don't I know if we I think we can or... mention that. I think, okay. uh, what are they going to say? Everybody loves a good rumor. 
That's true. Yeah, that may just be a rumor. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> Way to go, Danny, with your fake news. It may be fake news. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up, we'll review the Midland WR400 Deluxe NOAA Weather Radio with Alarm Clock. Is this a good weather radio for your winter emergency kit? Or is it just a snow job? We'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. Buy two-way radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy two-way radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show, and this week we're going to review a deluxe NOAA weather radio from Midland with an alarm clock, the WR400. Yeah, so this is a fairly new uh, model from, from Midland. Midland's been a, been pretty strong in the game of weather radios for several years. Um, I've seen some come and go. You know, sometimes you see manufacturers dabble in something and and then it goes away, and then they don't they don't make it anymore. You know, they stick to what they know, or you know, whatever. But so WR four hundred is a um, you know designed to sit on a desk or a nightstand or you know something of those sorts. Um, nice big screen on it to give you you know it, it looks like an alarm clock. It looks like your traditional old school alarm clocks that you it would does. have on your nightstand, um, and it acts as an alarm clock, um, but it also will tornado warning um you know it's it's give you you know numerous alerts on there Um, it's an alarm clock and so much more right right um it does do the same digital technology um where it'll receive you know alerts specific for your area which is nice um you know you don't necessarily want to hear if you're something that's six counties over you don't necessarily want to hear that um you can, um, you know, there's a user selectable warning system, so it's got a an 85 decibel siren alarm. 85 decibels is a lot. That is loud. I mean, that's that's loud. That is, um, I think, up there with like shotgun blast. You know, as far as <laughs> decibel wise, I mean, 85 decibels is getting it. Um, voice alert or like a visual LED flashing light. You know, so that's great for the hearing impaired and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, I like that. that. That used to be available as a separate option. Right. It was one of our most popular accessories yes. for these things, and now they built it right in. Right. So um, 25 programmable locations. So you can program up to 25 different counties or provinces in there. Um, you know, if you've got family, loved ones, and, you know, that's in different counties, you can, uh, you know, pick those up. 
uh, of course, it, probably one of the most important things is the emergency backup. So it will plug into the yeah. wall, but you can put, you know, uh, it's got an emergency backup for if you do lose power, things like that. Um, you know, mentioned it's got the, the dual alarm clock on it, but it's got an AM, FM radio. Um, it's got the, uh, it's got a USB output to charge your smartphones, your tablets, whatever, your two-way radios, mm-hmm. you know, that's, which is, you know, great for, uh, you know, to get you a little bit of juice so that you could make a phone call or you could get your radio, uh, you know, your two-way radio up and going. Um, yeah, some of the things they've added here, it, it kind of turns this from being a weather radio to more like an emergency radio. Right. They're sort of right. bridging the gap here with it, the, the, it the ability does. to charge devices and, and that type of thing. I it think does. Midland Red, you know, they see the news. They know, you know, they, I think they pay attention to what's going on and what's actually needed, you know, and... Well, they've been building weather radios for for a while, and uh, they, they have a lot of different models. And it, it, they're not they're old hands at this. They're not they're not newcomers to to creating a an emergency weather radio. So I, I would say if there are any um, if there's any brand that I would trust on that, I would I would have to say that's Midland. Right. Um, I own most all of my weather radios are actually all of my weather radios are Midland radios and i own several of them you know keep some of the car i have one mounted i have a wr120 mounted on the wall in my house next to the uh uh to the weather station and i will say this that i've been looking at this one to replace the wr120 and the reason is because the wr120 it doesn't have the radio in it the am fm radio mm-hmm. and it doesn't have usb support um, and I've been looking to kind of upgrade some of that. So I, I might actually, in, in the near future, replace my WR120 on the wall with this one. Uh, this is a looks like a pretty solid item. Yeah, I think there's some good reason to upgrade to this radio. The, the AM-FM radio is a, a very good one. The, the charging, um, that, that's another positive. This can kind of do the work of a couple of different radios. Like yeah, before. it's a hybrid of, of several different models almost. Um, and it's priced, it's sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's reasonably priced. Yeah, that's, uh, if you're thinking of a gift, you know, you always got that somebody you don't know who to buy for, you know, what to buy them for Christmas or, or Hanukkah or, you know, whatever, birthdays. I mean, it's, this is one of those things I think people are going to use, you know, and, and if, and if you right. don't, you're a fool. You know, somebody gives you a weather radio, Mm-hmm. Plug it in. You plug you it just in. Just plug it in. Really, it's, what you have to it's, do. It's, I mean, it's again, it's got an alarm clock on it. You put it on your nightstand. Plug your iPhone into it. You know as well. So I would. I, I mean, I would definitely consider. You know, if you're for yourself or for your loved ones. I mean, seventy bucks is uh, for peace of mind. But it, to be prepared, it's a, a small chunk of change to ask. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So you give this one two thumbs up. I mean, yeah, it looks yeah good to absolutely, me. absolutely. They did a nice job with it. All right. Well, we have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Uh, the first one comes from Michael. He says, "I have a general question. I've been using Chirp for most of my radio programming, but I just came across the Vertex Standard VX2200 G745, and I'm wondering if I can be able to use the Chirp software for this specific radio. If not, do you know of any other programs that just might work?" And that's from Michael. Unfortunately, not. You've got to no. use. Uh, uh, I don't Chirp know doesn't any support open source software for those business radios. It's going to be yeah. a um, Vertex Standard. 
uh, specific. Now, you're lucky, though. I mean, uh, the Vertex standard allows dealers to give away the software for right. free, right? Yeah. So um, you should be able to find that software. And I don't know what kind of cable you're going to need, but um, yeah, it's a two it's a two piece cable. So yeah. basically, if you've got if you have handhelds, um, all you need is the pigtail that plugs into it. the The mobile's going to use a pigtail that has an RJ11 connector on the end, um, where the the other device, the Handy Talks, use a just a single pin that that plugs into the radio. Mm-hmm. But if not, I think it runs. Don't we sell a painless cable that's a lot less expensive. Not for the mobile. Not for we don't. Oh, I see. We yeah, do for, for the that. the Handy Talks, but not for the mobile. Um, but and, and it's it's up there. I want to say it's about 190 bucks for that programming Ooh, cable. Pr- yeah, that's a little um, pricey. But uh, but the software is free, and, and it's actually pretty stable software. Oh, the it's, it's yeah. It's, you, know, you don't see a lot of the open source software for a lot of those. You know, Motorola's or or yeah, Icoms and things like that. Vertex especially. All right, and uh, our next one comes from Spike Z. He says, long story short, those of us who need to be in communication usually spend a stupid amount of time looking for each other in the shop for simple questions, so we're going to try two-way radios. Stupid me kind of jumped the gun on ordering some and bought a couple off Craigslist thinking they'd just work together. Nope. So I found a set of these on Craigslist, and Motorola talk about MS350R. They work great together. Then I ordered these to have set up in different areas of the shop, the Redivus H777. Well, they don't talk to each other, and I was sure I'd be able to make them work together, but clearly I am a bit out of my element. Should I just order a couple more of the Redivus and skip the trouble, or is there a way to make the two different ones talk to each other? And that's from Spike Z. And uh, no, actually, because... First of all, um, the Motorola talk, you're, you're talking about two different types of radios, and the Motorola talkabouts are, are, are FRS, uh, GMRS radios. Uh, the MS350Rs, you know, that's why they talk to each other fine, because they're just they're all standard FRS, GMRS radios. But the Redovus H777 has to be programmed, and that, that's not a GMRS radio. And and uh, and second, I don't think that's not. Uh, Type accepted for use on uh, uh, now the Redivus H seven 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 is that that's the same radio as the TYT MD three eighty is that right? Uh, they've got so many numbers. I don't know. I know they make radios for Redivus that private label. So I think that it's. I want to really want to say that H seventy seven 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 is a TYT. So. I guess theoretically, it could be programmed to talk to the theoretically, Motorola's. but it's not type accepted for use uh, on on Part ninety five, and, and I don't think it's type accepted for for Part ninety either, is it? I don't think, but um, I don't know because we don't carry that model. But you know, having said that, I think that the the MS three fifties may or may not work for his situation. It kind of depends. He he doesn't give us a lot of information on exactly what a shop is, what kind of shop it is, where it is, how large it is, how many people are going to be using them, or if he requires any any kind of more secure communication. So, well, I think he just know, wants his radios to talk, and he doesn't know enough about uh, how, right. how radios yeah. work. I think here's what you do. If you don't care and you just want them to talk, go figure out what – pull up a GMRS, FRS frequency chart, and you'll know what frequencies you're using based on the channel number of the MS350. And then look at your other radios and see if you can get them to use that frequency somehow. But, um, I mean, type acceptance is, is uh, important, so look at that as well. Yeah, I would say really, 
I would here say I, should, here's what I suggest: scrap everything, yeah, and just call us and tell us your your you your building. I mean, there that's why go. we're here. Yeah, I'm very limited when I'm gonna buy on Craigslist. <laughs> um, you know, people are gonna tell you they're gonna talk and do this and do that. We're gonna tell you we're gonna get you the in the right way. I mean, it's can't imagine you probably paid a, a heck of a lot for them on Craigslist and paid a heck of a lot for those Retivas radios. But call us and let, let us walk you through it, and we'll we'll steer you in the right direction. I hear that. Is it Retivas or Redivas or I don't know. I always I don't know, I don't know what it, how it's pronounced. Tomato, but, uh, tomato. We don't care. Input. Pyt is <laughs> it really is <laughs> right. All right. Well, well, I guess that does it for our comments and questions in this episode. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the two-way radio show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, Google Play Music, or Stitcher Radio. Um, all right, that does it for our, our show this time. Uh, before we go, any other final comments? No, nope. we pretty much covered it, right? Get an emergency kit. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Don't wait. Do it now. While you're thinking about it. Yeah. Now that the show's over, go, go to ready.gov, buy your emergency kit. Don't put it off or you'll forget it. Be prepared. All right, well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're... Out.